0: Much for joining us on the We Thrive Podcast. I am your host, Casey Clark, also the founder and CEO of C Clark Consulting. And today I actually have the pleasure of being interviewed by Larissa Harrington. So thank you, Larissa. I'm excited about this.
1: Yeah, thank you so much for allowing me to interview you. This is going to be a fun podcast. It
0: is. So before we get started, tell us a little bit about you.
1: Yeah, so I'm Larissa Harrington. I am owner of Strong by Nature, and I'm a leadership and transformation coach and yoga therapist and also a colleague, friend, and client of Casey. So I'm super excited to be here to be able to do this interview today.
0: Awesome. Thank you. Well, let's get
1: started. All right, so Ms. Casey Clark, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, about your business, how all of this got started?
0: Yeah, so I am a Frederick County native. I um, originally uh, grew up in Woodsboro and then I moved to the Middletown area and um, that's where I graduated from. And then I ventured on um, to the Navy for a very brief period. Um, I was discharged out of boot camp and very grateful for that. <laughs> so much respect to military and veterans, <laughs> because I don't know how you do it. Um, so with that being said, um, I went to college and um, ended up getting two master's degrees. Um, it's just very interesting how everything unfolded. Um, But actually an experience that I had at a job led me to really have a passion for health and wellness and um, people's inability to cope with stress. And um, Mm -hmm. so I I ended up getting a master's in health and wellness coaching. And while I thought I wanted to go into that field, marketing just kept pulling me back. So
1: here I am. Yeah. So, can you tell us a little bit about what you do in marketing, and then how this We Thrive podcast came to be?
0: Yeah. So um, when I started the company, it was in August of 2017, and um, it it just kind of happened. Like I had some contracts that I was doing um, marketing for someone, and. In a previous job, I had also been exposed to a company called HubSpot, and I knew, like, I just, I loved their whole methodology, I loved the culture of the company, and I just loved everything about them. I joke with people and say, like, I bleed orange because their brand color is orange. (laughs) So um, I knew that once I started my agency that I really wanted to adopt their methodology, and not only focus on just the marketing, but the growth in totality. Because, you know, you can bring in clients all day long, but if you're not keeping them and you're not making them happy, then that's just going to impact your business just as bad. So, um, as an agency, we focus on not just marketing, but sales and service. You know, to keep people happy and have them tell you know all their friends about you. And I, you know, when I was looking into becoming a HubSpot partner, I just, they always say, you know, have a human approach, and I love that, because I feel like, you know, today especially, there's so many people that forget that we're humans, and you and I have had that conversation, Yes, but it's like, people can be so transactional, and we have to remember, you know, that at the end of the day, we're, human, we make mistakes, we have emotions, you know, um, and no matter if it's in business or personally, we have to keep that in mind. And um, so with the We Thrive podcast, like I really wanted to focus on how are we keeping that human interaction and how are we contributing to businesses and really helping people thrive, both personally and professionally, because I feel like they're both very intertwined.
1: Yeah. So can you share then what thriving means to you?
0: Sure. So um I mean you and I talk about kind of the holistic well-being mm-hmm. a lot and I know that's, you know, um how you practice in your business and for me it's really having a balance between all the areas in your life, you know, whether that's your social life, your physical, emotional, mental mm-hmm all of that. And, um, you know, some people think, oh, if I attend some yoga classes or go to the gym, like I am, you know, doing well and great. If you feel like you're doing great with that, fantastic. Me personally, I've spent years (laughs) trying to find a balance and (laughs) just really creating that cohesion among all areas of my life. So, Mm -hmm. The closer I get to that balance or cohesion, the more I feel like I'm thriving.
1: Yeah. So what obstacles have you personally faced then, keeping you from thriving?
0: Well, um, let's see. So back in 2015, I was working for a company and I started getting migraines like on a regular basis. And I had actually just left another job that I loved. I thought I was going to be there like until I retired. And I left that job because um, I had to go on anxiety and depression medication. And for the first time in my life, I experienced anxiety like no other and realized that when I get really bad anxiety i have a lot of anger which i was like this is not me like i'm normally a very chill person and i was like something has to change so i left that job to go to another and like i wasn't even having migraines at this high stress (laughs) job and i'm like okay why am i having migraines at this job and long story short as a result i was let go from that position and i was like i don't know what to do because i went on medical leave I was technically deemed as unable to work. So I couldn't like go on unemployment or anything. So I was like, what, what am I going to do with my you know finances? Like I have to pay my bills. So I had started um, my, well, I call it my first company because it was the first company that I actually like did something with. But little side note, I started a photography company before that. So um, (laughs) with the company Heaven on Earth, I had started that in July and then August is when I lost my job. So I was like, you know what, I'm just I'm rolling with it. And I did, and I started making um, products like chapstick that I still make to this day. And I made like body scrubs and bath teas and all this stuff. And I just started going to um, like craft shows and all these different things and selling these products while I was getting my master's in health and wellness coaching. And I just, you know, put boots on the ground and and started going, but it was so hard. Like there were days, I mean, complete transparency, like I was probably about, I think, two weeks from getting my car repossessed because it was like, it was tough times for me. But I pulled myself out of that and, um, you know, just kept moving forward, just taking one step after another. And I started, you know, C-Clark Consulting. And I always tell people the rest is history because that company was, I mean, it was meant to be like, once I started, it just flowed from there.
1: Yeah, that's interesting. Cause I mean, we've known each other for a while and I didn't even know like all of that with your, your story. And so thanks for sharing that. And as you talk about now, you know, the obstacles that you've had to overcome and where you are now, what is it that you think has allowed you to be so motivated and successful and just moving forward? Oh, motivation, (laughs) one of (laughs) my favorite words. Um,
0: So I'll share this um, and for people who really follow me as the nonprofit that I'm starting unfolds, they'll get to hear a little bit more about my story. But um, I know you and I have talked about like adverse childhood experiences and, you know, the whole assessment. And when you look at that assessment, out of the 10 questions, I answered yes to eight. So to come from a truly adverse childhood, I was luckily one of those kids that said, okay, instead of following the footsteps of the things that I saw, I know that I don't want to be like that. So I made that conscious decision to do whatever I had to. And I always like consider myself a fighter, you know, cause there were times when I was a kid where we didn't have electric, we didn't have running water. I didn't know where my next meal was coming from. I mean, sometimes I didn't even know where my mom was, you know, and to look at that and know that I could provide and meet, you know, my needs as a child, I'm like, okay, what can I do as an adult? How can I not only help myself, but help others thrive, you know, help others be motivated and inspired and get to that next level in life. And it's not even about accomplishments. It's about really stepping into like being your authentic self and really stepping into your own greatness. And for me, like it's the most motivating thing to be able to either share my knowledge or my experiences with someone and have them come back and say, like, wow, like you inspired me to just go for it. And I always tell people, lean in. And, you know, when someone comes back, like I had a lady the other day, she said I was the human version of Mission Impossible. (laughs) And (laughs) like to hear stuff like that, it's just, it's inspiring and it keeps me going. You know, no matter how many obstacles I might face, it just, it keeps me
1: going. Yeah. I love that. What are some other resources that have supported you in helping you keep going?
0: So I would say the relationships that I've um, developed, particularly through BNI, have really, really helped mm-hmm. me. So I met Carol Delasky through there, and she introduced me to Strength Finders. and that has been like a foundational piece for uh, growing my company. We, you know, when I'm looking at hiring people, I'm looking at what their strengths are and what are my weaknesses? Because I learned very early on that I needed to bring on people that complimented me and that filled those weaknesses that I had. And like, I'll be the first one to tell you, yes, at the end of the day, I... Will do stuff, but I am not an executor. (laughs) Like, (laughs) I love strategy. I love creating goals, looking at a vision and and just going for that vision. And, um, you know, Carol's coaching has really just helped me um, just stay true to myself in business Mm -hmm. and, you know, to understand that. And then um, I've also met Sarit through BNI. Who um, has introduced me to a lot of personal development stuff? And that has really, I mean, as you know, it it kind of catapulted my growth. And, um, you know, I continue that journey. And then I've met you, which you helped me stay grounded. And there's just so many people that have these amazing tools that they use that have been nice enough to share those with me. And they've really helped me and my team grow because, you know, I'm. I'm an abundant thinker, so I'm like, oh, I have this, like, let me give it to you, you know, so I share as many resources as I can.
1: Yeah, and that's definitely very evident in how you work with your clients. Um, as you're talking about your strengths, do you want to share what your strengths are? You can use strengths finder or just how you view your strengths.
0: Yeah, so um, I always knew that I was what would like some people would call a dreamer and mm-hmm. but the i guess unique thing and um there was a point in my life where it was like really difficult to even recognize this but now like I embrace the fact that yes not only am I able to be futuristic and look at okay this is the vision this is the dream but let's take that and make it a goal. Like, let's break it down. And I always call it reverse engineering. And I know I've, I've used that term with you, but I always work backwards. Like, okay, where do we need to start now to get to there? And then I develop a plan and I bring whatever I need in to be able to execute that. So, um, you know, strategic and futuristic are my top two strengths. And then relator is my third, which it's funny because like I, I'm, I don't have a lot of strengths, like in the relationship category, which to me is kind of baffling, but I mean, you want to talk about your childhood. I think it really goes back to me being forced to be, be that independent person. So I was like, okay, like whether I have people or not, I'm, I'm doing this. (laughs) And, but with the relator, I think it allows me to relate to people on a level that most people wouldn't understand. Like, I mean, even you said, I didn't know that part of your story. Like most people don't know where I've come from and what I've experienced. But I think when I share that, it really allows me to relate to people on a much deeper level. And to me, that's where like true change and inspiration happens. So I love that I have that strength. And then, um, I also have responsibility, which that's where I'm like, okay, if, if this isn't getting done by someone, I am going for it. I'm getting it done, but I had to be very careful because I used to be that person where I was like, I'll just do it. Like, don't worry about it. I'll do it. And that really hindered me in my business. Um, and then what is my significance is my fifth one. Um so and I have them written down next to me because I look at them all the time. But um significance for me kind of goes back to the we thrive. It's what can I contribute to the world to make it a better place.
1: Yeah. So thank you for sharing those and I think that just leads perfectly into your legacy and you're saying you know what can you contribute to the world to make it a better place. What is the legacy that you want to leave and what kind of impact do you want to make in the world?
0: So I'm about to go deep. (laughs)
1: Let's go.
0: (laughs) So for me, like going back to those adverse childhood experiences, I mean, as you know, I'm in the midst of starting a nonprofit called Amplified Change. And for me, it is truly about amplifying change. Like, How do we take change within myself? and pass that on to generations and how do we do that within other people and for me like you know for a long time I contemplated do I want to have kids because I have a lot of things that I've experienced in my life and you know after educating myself like I understand that it's very easy for that trauma to be passed down among generations but I have decided that it stops with me. And, you know, there's no more like abuse of any kind. There's no more lack of self-esteem. There's, you know, just no more poverty. There's no more uh, scarcity thinking. Like my family, you know, a lot of them are like, oh, you work for the government, you, you know, you go, you earn your paycheck, you get your benefits. And, you know, at three o'clock, you punch out and you go on about your day. And I mean, as you know, I'm like the complete opposite. So for me, it's really helping people believe that they do have what they need inside of them to achieve greatness and to literally Mm -hmm. impact generations like my counselor had always told me when you do personal work it affects seven generations before you and seven generations after you and to me that like is amplified change and to be able to have that legacy of like wow i helped you know someone or you know we as an organization help someone get to the point where they were like enough is enough and that allowed their children and their children and their children to thrive and to just really like live in their purpose like that to me is the most rewarding thing that I could ever do
1: yeah well oh, that's so beautiful and I love that you just mentioned to working with the counselor, you had mentioned working with Carol, doing strengths, working with me, doing things. What is it? What are the things that you are doing so that you can stay grounded and motivated and able to keep, con- continue doing all of these amazing things?
0: So I, when my body <laughs> allows me to, <laughs> I try to do yoga as much as possible. Um, as you know. Um, I still go to counseling every week, and um, Carol is still, you know, we do executive coaching kind of as needed, and um, I mean, I've really picked up reading. I've read more books this year than I have in my entire life combined. Um, I meditate. I, like, in the morning, um, you know, I have a medicine cabinet where the doors kind of fold, out together and on the inside of one I have about 15 affirmations that I read to myself in the morning um I journal I have learned like it's okay to pause and do something mindless um whether that is just like sitting on the couch and like playing a little game um or you know watching like I love uh TV shows like Halloween Wars and like holiday baking championships like it just fascinates me the things that they can create with cake so um i've really learned that it's it's okay to be with yourself and that like at the end of the day that's who you have and you have to like that person so um i just i make sure that i do a ton of self care like i get out and walk as you know often as i can Um, I have integrated stretching and foam rolling into my routine because I carry a lot of tension, um, especially in my hips. Um, And it's, it's amazing to like, I'm not gonna go off on a tangent, but to learn that like that tension is not only because I sit a lot for my job, but it also like goes back, you know, to your chakras and like where that energy is stuck. And I mean, I I could you and I could talk about that stuff for days. But I am just really in tune with like what my body needs, like physically, emotionally, mentally, spiritually, everything. Um, and then the one thing that I'm still improving on is reading the word, like just even if it's a book that has like scripture in it, or um, just understanding that there's really something that's bigger than me that helps me along this journey.
1: Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And it's been so um, amazing just seeing your growth over the last couple of years and like you really honing in on your strengths and the impact that you want to make and creating this nonprofit and all that you do to, to help other people. And that, that you really embody that giver's gain and trying to put good out into the world and knowing that, you know, you have to take care of yourself to be able to make that impact that you want to make.
0: Yeah. Because I I
1: know you love working. It could be easy for you to just sit at your desk all day long and just work, work, work (laughs) because you love serving your clients. And yet, you know, to be, you know, the best version of yourself, you also have to do that work that is sometimes challenging to sit with yourself and to have to you know, I'm going to read these meditations again, or, you know, do all of this other stuff that's work, but it's so worth it.
0: Yeah. And kind of going back to like those obstacles, one of the things that I have probably struggled with the most is like creating those boundaries and not only just like in my relationships, but also like people were so used to texting me or calling me at eight o'clock at night and me answering and you know hopping on the computer and being like sure like let me you know look into that or like I'll I'd say I'll get that to you tomorrow and then I would have it to them in like 10 minutes. And people got so used to me kind of working around the clock essentially. And I finally said, you know what? Like even if I have to stop for a moment and just not do anything like those needs and those emails and those texts will still be there tomorrow morning. Like it's okay. And that Mm -hmm. I still have to like remind myself on a daily basis because some people just, they don't get that. And they still want that like instant gratification. And they're like, Oh, you're not being responsive. And I'm like, well, I'm sorry, but it's nine o'clock at night. You know what I mean? Like, so it's, it's really hard to kind of navigate, um, just the communication around that and letting people know that like, yeah, I have these boundaries and I need you to respect those.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think it's right. Like you're able to do better work also when you're taking that rest and it's shifting the mindset that said, you know, before it's like, well, I just need to keep working and trying to please my clients to say, well, my clients are still going to be appreciative and satisfied with the work that I'm doing. And I'm going to have these healthy boundaries. Yeah. And I think that you're making that very clear now. And it's, it's wonderful to set that example too.
0: Well, thank you. That is, it's been a
1: struggle. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I know. I'm right there with you. (laughs) (laughs) Especially When you love what you do, right? Like sometimes it's hard not to just be like, oh, I'm going to get right on this or I'm going to you know, be there for you in the moment that you need me. Yeah. Especially like when a lot of what you do doesn't feel like
0: work. You're like, oh, well, this isn't like work when technically it's (laughs) very much so work.
1: (laughs) And you're like, oh, like, yeah, I should probably stop. (laughs) Yeah. But that you want to do this as your, you know, life's work and that, so it has to be sustainable. And that means, you know, setting those boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So what's one piece of advice or nugget that you would offer other people?
0: Oh my, so many things, um, run through my mind. I think the one thing, and I mentioned it before, is just lean in, just keep going. No matter if it seems like it's impossible, if it seems like, um, you know, you're going to hit a million bumps in the road, just keep going, say yes, do it, um, I mean, within reason, (laughs) like, don't, like, you know, be going out crazy and, uh, doing, you know, anything immoral or that's going to, like, drain you, but, um, for me, like, I mean, I'll, I'll give the example. I, as you know, I just went to Sedona and, um, a lot of people, so there was twenty, well, 19 of us, and we went hiking. Um, for anyone who knows Sedona, the place we hiked is called Bell Rock. And we went about halfway up and the entire rock is about 5,000 feet above sea level. So, you know, as you started climbing, like you were feeling the air is a little different up here. And, you know, some people decided not to hike at all. And then um, some people, you know, once we got to a certain spot, they're like, okay, we're done. And the, um, the tour guide, she, her name was Feather and she was 71 years old and you would never know it. Like she was just, you know, trucking along over these rocks. And we got to this point where she was like, okay, if you don't want to go any further, you can go back down. This is the way. Or if you do want to go further, you can come with me. So there was four of us who said, yes, let's do this. And I mean, I looked up at the rock and I'm like, not really sure how we're gonna get up there but whatever and we didn't have like any gear I was wearing like Adidas sneakers that weren't exactly for hiking like they were more slick on the bottom and I'm like this is gonna be great (laughs) so but I just did it and then we got to this one point where the rock was literally like it was almost vertical I mean and there was like little divots in the rock so I was like well that's probably about all that I have to like hold me like you know to this rock so she was just like just do it go for it and all I kept saying to myself is lean in and then she goes lean into the rock you're gonna be fine and I leaned in and it was almost like I just walked right up the rock and I mean to me that was like a um just a very symbolic thing of just kind of how I do life. And like, once I got to the top of bell rock, I literally felt like I was floating and like I was on top of the world and that, I mean, in order to get to that point, you just have to lean in. You just have to go and do it. So if anything, lean in, (laughs) no matter what. I love that.
1: Lean in. Yeah. Uh, Is there anything else that you would like to share?
0: Just don't be scared to share who you are. Like we all have very significant and unique things that we can contribute to the world. And Mm -hmm. you just never know what someone might be experiencing. And they might just need that little like word of wisdom that you share or that experience that you share. And I feel like so many people are like scared of being found out. And like, I mean, we've talked about like your tribe, like you will attract the people that you're meant to attract. And, Mm -hmm. you know, if if people don't like you, it's okay. (laughs) Like there's plenty of people in the world who will, and just be you, like find yourself, do the work in really tuning into like your authentic self and share it with the world. Well, I
1: love that. Be yourself. Yeah. lean in, <laughs> share your amazingness with the world. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, thank you so much, Casey, for agreeing to be interviewed for your We Drive podcast. And thanks for all that you're doing in your marketing company with podcast, with the nonprofit and all that you're doing to make the world a greater place to be in. So thank you so much. And uh, again, I'm Larissa and thanks for being here with us.
0: Awesome. Bye. You and I am so grateful for you and all that you do as well.